0: Welcome everybody to the Gina Bianca podcast. I am Gina Bianca. Thank you for listening. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am so grateful that we are in 2020. New year, new goals, new life. Oh my God. I hope you guys had a great new year. I hope that you're excited to start the next decade, the roaring 20s. It's very exciting to have a new decade it's you know we start a new day it's like okay we start a new week it's like all right we start a new month we're like fuck yeah we start a new year we're like it's on and then we're going to start a new decade now so what are you going to do this decade great question right what are you going to do this decade what impact are you going to have this decade 12 months to a culture that you love. We're going to change your business in 12 months and it's not going to be easy but it's going to be fun. So um, usually hard stuff isn't that fun. This actually is really fun. These are 12 things we did in my business that really enriched the culture Um, and I really think you're going to love it. I think that this episode is going to fire you up especially if you're a salon owner. If you're a manager leader in the company this is a great way to add value to the company uh, to the team, the clients, the salon owner everybody will be positively impacted from these 12 amazing ideas to enrich your culture I'm going to be throwing together a little ebook for you guys which I'll be sharing in mastermind it'll also be for sale on my website 12 months to a culture that you love it's going to be amazing Uh, It will be in Mastermind complimentary, but it will be on my site for a paid price. And if you are in Mastermind, don't forget you get 10% off everything in our store as well as amazing bonus content from the podcast and from everything that we do. So if you're interested in Mastermind, visit GinaBianca.com forward slash Mastermind and we will get you in there. Uh, You could join at any time. You can unsubscribe at any time. It's only $20 a month for hair, business, marketing, all that good stuff. We give amazing content and we also have the best group support in the world because our members of Mastermind, most of them have taken classes with me. Most of them have divulged in some kind of content with me. So a lot of them, I would say about 90% of our Mastermind group is all on the same page of no prisoners. We are growing our business. It's a great crowd. And uh, if you've listened to my podcast in the past, you know that your peer group is everything. So joining Mastermind is a no-brainer. Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's my podcast. I do what I want. I will talk about Mastermind the entire time. <laughs> Only because I love it. So anyways, you guys, 12 months to a culture that you love. These 12 things is going to be something that is going to take some work, but it will be fun. I promise you. If you don't like one of them, maybe be creative and substitute it for something else. Maybe ask your team what they think. Uh, If you are a manager, leader, or stylist, bringing this to your salon could impact everyone again. So don't be afraid. A closed mouth never gets fed. I drop a lot of my favorite Jay Ladner uh, references here. Closed mouth never gets fed. (laughs) No one knows what you do unless you tell them. No one knows who you are unless you tell them. Adapt and evolve. Those are all Jay Ladner. <laughs> Those are all Jay Ladner, probably fucking trademarked. He'll probably come sue me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they do trademark everything. If you don't know Jay Ladner, at it's Mr. Jay Ladner on Instagram, he's one of my closest friends. His husband, Vince, is also an incredibly talented. They're a dynamic duo in this industry. So if you don't follow them, give them a follow. I know it's at Mr. Jay Ladner on Instagram, at it's 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 Mr. Jay Ladner. It's Mr. Jay Ladner. <laughs> so all right with that out of the way let's get into 12 months to a culture that you love welcome to the gina bianca podcast All right, everybody, 12 months to a culture that you love. One year to a culture that you love. A year goes by so fast. And if your New Year's resolution is to be a better leader... Uh, this podcast is for you. So number one, the first step that you can take as a manager, leader, salon owner, somebody in charge, the first step that you could take. So number one, I think the first thing you can do is make your salon healthy. Okay. So you got to set boundaries. You got to set them up to win. You got to make water important. You got to make it a thing to be healthy. Now, January one, everybody wants to be healthy. Everybody's on a diet. Everybody starts a new thing everybody's working out like everybody's trying 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 to be healthier what an amazing thing as a business to support what they do at home in your business right so what I did in my salon is I came in and I cleaned out our little kitchen area I threw everything away there was like nothing there except like fucking soy sauce packets and like plastic silverware my team didn't eat they were working 40 hours a week they were triple booked they loved it um, if they had like one person at a time, they would want to like die. They hated it. So we literally had them double booked, triple booked with assistants, and we were just really busy. So we'd often get into a burnout phase, which as a leader, I was behind the chair doing five people at a time. So if you're a leader and you're doing five people at a time behind the chair, everyone in the salon is going to want to do what the leader does. Okay. And it's not everybody, but most of the time, they look up to what you're doing. So if you're burnt out, they're going to be burnt out. If you're triple booked, they're gonna be triple booked, right? So I definitely recommend taking a little bit of time taking a little bit of money you could do like three four five six seven hundred dollars I did seven hundred I had a thou I had let me see I had ten people working with me I spent a thousand dollars so a hundred dollars per person and I stocked the salon with granola bars snacks cold snacks hot snacks um microwavable shit like a whole bunch of stuff just to get them like started and I had them make a list of all of their favorite things we had cereal we had milk we had all of the things that they needed then we had a list in the the back to keep it replenished and we put somebody in charge of keeping it replenished uh, we also had a jar I wasn't planning on maintaining it financially forever so I put a char- uh, jar on the counter and I put 50 bucks in it and I was like anything that you guys need at throw it in there and then we'll take care of it and we'll keep it stocked So we did this and it helped so much. Our team was fed. Everyone was like not feeling bad, taking a break. Everyone was like, all right, yeah, there's food. I know there's food. And they weren't stressed out about ordering. Because a lot of the time we would just order while we're doing hair. People would go around and be like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? And a lot of the times it's like grilled cheese or this or something easy and fattening and something that's going to make you feel like shit. So what we tried to do was make it easy to snack in the salon, make it positive to snack in the salon, and always keep tons of water around. So we started it and then maintained it. Did it fall off here and there? Yes, because what do people do with their healthy New Year's resolution? They fall off. So what might be important to everybody in the beginning, it needs to constantly be Uh, maintained and the sense of urgency around it needs to be maintained. So if you have a person who you can put in charge of it, that's amazing. If you're a full-time leader, this is something that you can totally manage with Amazon Prime, with Instacart. You can totally manage this. It's as simple as reminding the team to fill out what they want in the pantry and ask them to throw in some money right? So if they want snacks, they will pay for them. They don't care about throwing in 20 bucks here and there. If you guys keep it going, this will change the life and it will change the state of your stylist. So the state is how you feel, right? So if you're tired, not eating, um, you know, if you're really like not taking care of yourself, your state is going to be different. When your client comes in, it's not going to be like, hey, Sue, how are you? Great to see you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's going to be like, hey, Sue, I'll be right with you. Different States are different experiences for the customers. So the more you can help your stylist stay in state, stay healthy, happy, hydrated, energized, the better your customers will be taken care of. So that's number one. And number two is enhance your communication flow. Number two is enhance your communication flow. This will change so much in your business and your team will finally know what the hell is going on. (laughs) A lot of the times we're like, why don't you know this? Why don't you know your pre-book? Why don't you know this? And we're like, why don't they know anything? And honestly, they are employees. It is your responsibility to set them up to win. So we must enhance our communication flow. If you have goals, if you have things in your business that you want to happen, you have to monitor them, track them, and reward for when goals are being hit. The best way to do that is with enhanced communication flow. So what that means is more performance reviews, more company meetings, more pay reviews, all of these things they have to be scheduled and looking forward to. Right. Another thing that we do is we had a group chat for. Does anyone want a coffee? We had a Facebook private group for company memos, such as Hey everybody, we have a snow day, or Hey everybody, we have this. And the system was when you go into the group chat and you check it. If you if someone posts in there, you just have to like the message, and that shows that we communicated the information to you. So anything that we didn't want to bother them with group chat, or if it was texting too late, we put on Facebook. And our system was Hey hey, if you see it, like it, that way we know you saw it. If you didn't see it, we're just going to bring it to you in person. So it just like really streamlined our communication. So we had group chat for, you know, hey, everybody, we, um, does anyone want a coffee? Or if it's a snow day, maybe snow day would go in group chat or, you know, something like that. And if I On our Facebook page, if we were like, hey, everybody, we have a class this day, this time, it's like far, far enough away. Put that in there as like kind of a company memo board, which is just digital. You know, nobody, everybody is on their phone. Like you got to figure out a way to fit into their life where you're not annoying them and where they can get the information communicated to them and where they can tell you that they got the information. A Facebook group is perfect for that. So Facebook group, group chat, team meetings, Every month, you guys, there has to be a meeting every month if you want anything in your company to happen and move forward. Do some meetings, get there, literally just get the troops and get them together, rile them up, get them excited and see what they need. It's great when you do meetings to have one topic to go over and not 40. So if you do do company meetings, make sure that they're focused, short enough where they're not going to be taking up a million hours of time. Make sure everybody's paid for them and make sure you execute What you talked about at the meeting, or the meetings will be a giant fucking waste of time. Nobody will wanna go, nobody will take them serious. Make sure you plan and execute every meeting. And then, honestly, the best advice keep it simple. Keep it simple, right? So, number two is enhance your communication flow. And with that, I would love to add in a morning powwow. Now, morning powwow is possibly the best thing. you can do for your team to enhance communication and to get them excited and in state for the day. So we would meet if we started at nine, we would meet at 845. Everyone was supposed to be eaten, showered, clothed, ready, 845 in the morning. And we would all come together, share victories. We can share challenges. We can hype each other up. There's so many things that you could do during powwow. And having your team be powwow leader is going to promote leadership and get them excited to rile up the troops. Now, If you have not done this before, this is going to be weird to implement, but you have to stay excited about it and you have to have a different theme for it every day. So, for example, I would come in for powwow, we would go through, do victories, um, everyone would share something that happened this week or yesterday that was great, and then we'd go in and tell a joke or watch a video or do something funny to get them to start their day off right. Another amazing thing you can do is celebrate positive reviews that people leave on Yelp, Google, and Facebook and celebrate those reviews and clap for your stylist and clap for your team when they deliver. If that happens at powwow, people are going to maybe give a little bit of better service because they might want that significance and that feeling of getting their review read because they're contributing to the team. Right? So powwow is huge every single day, 15 minutes just to get everyone riled up, hyped up and started. If you can't do powwow every day, leadership might not be for you only because it's such an easy way to hype everybody up. Companies all over the world do this. Walmart does it. We did it. Paul Mitchell does it. Companies everywhere do this morning meeting to create synergy, to create unity and to make everyone feel safe, loved, accepted and part of the team. Communication flow, whether it be group chat, Facebook, all of these things, communication is key in any relationship. And you have a relationship with your staff, so it's your job to maintain and streamline your communication. How does that sound? Now, in number three, I'm going to challenge you to change your entire life. (laughs) I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for everything you have. (laughs) Anyways, so number three is you want to create a new habit of looking for what's right instead of what's wrong. And this, for a lot of people, takes a lot to break because a lot of us are perfectionists and a lot of us are always looking for something to improve and something to fix. Maybe that's people too. Maybe we look for people to fix. Maybe we look for relationships to fix. But a lot of the times we go around our business and we point out everything that's wrong we walk in and there's a mark on the wall and we're like oh how long has that mark been there that's the first thing that we say when we walk in first thing that we say why is this like this that is not how we lead you have to lead with love and with acceptance and with you don't want your team to see your car pull up and be like fuck she's here you want them to be like leaders here is all of our shit together it better be (laughs) you need to have them be excited when you get there, not afraid. A little bit of fear is good, and it's good to be tough but fair, you guys, but don't make a habit of pointing out what is wrong instead of what is right. It will run your business into the ground. It will create stress and anxiety. It will do so much harm to your business, and you won't realize it until everybody's gone. So try this new habit and start looking for what's right instead of what's wrong walk into the salon and look around for what is right look around for what is beautiful did somebody light the candles that you bought just be like oh I love that the candles are lit when I come in here it just feels so homey right your stylist can be on the floor you walk out just be like oh, your foils are so neat I love them right don't go up to your stylist and be like hey your guest is here waiting don't let that be the first thing that you say Start with leading with what's right instead of what's wrong. Number four, give back to your community. Now, I'm not going to be somebody who tells you to do a charity event every day, every month, every week. Okay, But it is something to say when the entire company stands for something and when the entire company gives back to something. So it would be great if you and your team could sit down and decide something you're all passionate about and to focus on. Is there a domestic violence community center in your area where maybe you can do some hair for some women who might need it? Is there a big homeless community where you're at? Is there a lot of pollution where you're at? Like what are you guys fired up about? And I would recommend having some kind of quarterly goal. Even at checkout, you can ask your customers, hey, did you want to donate a dollar to the Southington Animal Shelter? We did that and raised $800 in one month. We all decided to donate some toys and a bunch of stuff for the dogs around Christmas, and we made about a $1,000 donation with a ton of toys. And it was a great thing, and everyone was excited. Most of my team didn't like people, so they wanted to do it for animals. So all of our charity was always for animals. (laughs) I miss them a lot we had so much fun at GBH I I miss uh all of my people there all of my teams I had so many great teams you know I I had like four solid teams and some of the people overlapped and you know I had a people for a long time people for a short time but we had uh I can visualize uh, my four teams that I had. It was when we opened, when we expanded, when we grew, and then right when we were about to close, we had four beautiful, all different teams of beautiful, amazing people who, you know, taught me so much and made my business so successful. It was definitely about my staff and my team, and uh, talking about them makes me miss them a lot and makes me miss GBH. So, um, but I'm really happy where we are now, and I'm happy that I can be here and share all of this with you to help you grow so thank you to all of the GBH team members all of you I love you all so much Um, going back to giving back to the community another thing that we did at the salon is we were a green circle salon which means we recycled about 99 percent of everything we used here and we had one girl who was super crunchy granola Jodi her uh, handle on Instagram is stranger hair let me find her where's Jody? Stranger dot hair. Jody was our crunchy granola amazing angel, and she was in charge of our green circle initiative. She whipped everybody's ass into recycling, and she changed. Uh, you know, she changed a lot in our business by stepping up and doing that. And I'm so glad that we all found Green Circle. And it was something that she could do. And during the last two years of our business, we recycled everything. And that's huge. It was a huge impact that that had. So um, we're actually bringing Green Circle back in now that we're all situated from the opening and closing. And I would never have a business without being a Green Circle salon. Um, So if you're interested in Green Circle, their website is greencircle.com or greencirclesalons.ca so sorry greencirclesalons.ca and they're amazing they're Canada based and everything they do is so amazing so I would definitely recommend having some kind of charity or giving back um, giving back to your team and giving back to the community together that will bring your culture to a whole nother level number five is have contests regularly with your team to keep them engaged. I wouldn't have contests that focus on highest service or highest retail. I would have focused contest about pre-book productivity, um, retail to total sales. Like I would have contests that are all about critical numbers that are going to drive those service and retail goals forward. So I wouldn't be like, highest service this month gets this because you're going to have a stylist, a top dog stylist who is just going to obliterate everybody. Make the contest about something more difficult and meaningful like pre-book. That's an amazing contest. Another thing that you could do is you can create an advent calendar that has highest pre-book, highest retail, highest this, highest that. And you can do all different things like that to keep them excited. I had a great manager for a while and she had like all these cute little ideas. She did a really great job with that. Um, We had a contest where we gave them gold stars because I literally was like, I bet it will be so fun if we do like a kitty contest where it's gold stars and they loved it. All they wanted was stars. They would go up and get the stars. Like they were so excited about stars. And it was like something simple from Michael's or Hobby Lobby or something that we got. Um, just a poster board and some stars. You can even Amazon Prime it. It's not that big of a thing. Uh, Another thing that you can do with them is have contests and have them go for like three months so everyone can stay engaged. Sometimes a month is way too fast for a contest. We kind of like get over it too quickly like we're not into it by the time it's over. So three months is great and then I like to give prizes that are experiences such as concert tickets and I always like to let two people go together. So have contests to keep them engaged keep them excited and be like excited with them like you can't participate in the contest because you'll probably win but don't like don't fall off of this like keep the engagement going use your powwows to keep the um, excitement going and have contests if you at least do a contest every three months I guarantee you the culture in your salon will shift forward at least a little bit number six is have a meeting with your guest care department So I coach a lot of salon owners and I coach a lot of salon teams. And I've been to a lot of salons where I've had some private conversations with the guest care department, and they are overworked, underpaid, overwhelmed, and have no communication or say in anything a lot of the time. Now, your guest care department will perform as good as you pay them and as good as you treat them. So your guest care being the heartbeat of the salon and being, in my opinion, one of the most important people in that building, I would have a meeting with them and see where they think the business can improve. A huge Thing is, they might see stuff happening all the time and just never have the opportunity to be like, Hey, this is going on. This is not good. We can do this to shift it. We just all need to do it together. Instead of feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, or unappreciated, because a lot of people throw all of the grunt work on the front desk and a lot of people kind of blame things on the front desks. Like, oh, my client didn't pre book, Sally didn't pre book them. Like, a front desk kind of, there's always like a disconnect I find. And I love to put them first for a little little bit. And honestly, always, I love to put them first and really spend some time meeting and strategizing with them on how they think your business could be improved. A lot of the times I hire from my front desk. So if I need managers or people like that, those are the people that I want to put a lot of time, effort, energy and love into because they can grow to be leaders on my team. So have a meeting with your guest care department. Take inventory of who's there, what their goals are, how you can utilize them. Maybe give them some social media responsibility maybe some guest retention responsibility tie some bonuses to their retention tie some bonuses to productivity can they fill hours better than anyone else are they good at cross selling tie a bonus or tie a prize or do a contest within your guest care department to make them feel loved and special promise you the culture will improve when everyone's in this together and a lot of the time the guest care department feels left out so please take some time and give them some love number seven is start keeping score. This is going to be a game changer for you guys. Get a whiteboard, a poster board, something, and put a goal up for the whole team to see every day. At Pow Wow, update it together. Have somebody in charge of always keeping it updated and never let the scoreboard get forgotten. Because if the scoreboard is forgotten, the goal is forgotten. If the goal is forgotten, the culture is forgotten. If the culture is forgotten, the business is forgotten. If the business is forgotten, nobody has a purpose. Create a scoreboard, put a goal up there, and watch your team destroy it break the goal down into days, weeks, hours, break the goal down so it's attainable and help them get through it. Doing stuff like this with your team is gonna get them all focused on the same goal and it's gonna keep everybody engaged. If you don't know the score, why are you gonna play? Would you ever watch the Super Bowl if there was no score? Scoreboarding was amazing for my business but it only worked when it was updated and always talked about during powwow. So you don't have to make the entire powwow about numbers but having a scoreboard that everybody can see a common goal is going to bring everybody together and have everyone striving to win. I wouldn't put goals up there that pin stylists against each other as far as putting service and retail up there. I think that that's a little ego driven. I would rather put a team prebook and productivity number and let them know, hey guys, our prebook this week is 70%. Our goal is 80. Let's have a contest today. I will give you all a high five and a hug if you can get 80% prebook. That's our goal today. And if you guys get it, I'm going to buy you all lunch tomorrow. Something. It doesn't have to be a Paid thing every time. It could be high fives. It could be buy them lunch. They could park in a certain area. You can give VIP privileges. You can give them little vouchers for uh, f- go home early, skip sanitation. You can create like uh, you could create free stuff. It doesn't always have to have money thrown at it. I used to throw money at everybody, but that's a money problem I have within myself. And um, but I have to tell you, a lot of the times a high five was worth more than 50 bucks to these people and recognition and appreciation. A lot of people aren't driven by money so much as maybe time or appreciation or, you know, not everything is money driven. So highly, highly, highly recommend scoreboarding, celebrating when you hit goals and make it really fun. Number eight, especially if you're a salon owner, Take a class with your team. I can't tell you how many classes I've taught where the stylist is like, my salon owner wants to know this. I'm like, where are they? Everyone in the class is like, ooh. (laughs) Don't be the person texting your questions because you're too good to show up to a class. I don't see nearly as many salon owners as I should in my classes, and it's very, very uh, upsetting to see Two stylists there wanting so badly for the salon owner to hear what I'm saying, but they don't know how to go home and say it. Go to class with your team. Go out to lunch after with them. Say, what are your ideas? What do you think we can improve? What got you excited? What's the number one thing you wish we were doing but weren't? Be there with them because honestly, if you're not, Who cares what you think? If you're not with them in the trenches, you guys, sometimes it's really hard to get what you want. So if you are sending them all to class and you're like, they're going to come back and grow my business, if you send your team to my class and you want them to come back and grow your business, you better be there with them. You better be there with them because our content is way different. It is going to fire people up so much that sometimes taking a class alone sucks because you want to brainstorm, you want to strategize, you want to make a change, but then you get home and everyone's the same. Everyone's just expecting you to teach them everything for free, or they're kind of annoyed that you took a class and it shuts you down, or maybe nobody there wants to change right? So take a class together, get inspired together. One of your goals for pre-book for a month could be, let's all go to Gina Bianca's class. Let's all go to this person's class. If you have goals, you're going to make more money. You're going to have more of a budget. So I might say these things and you're like, I don't have money for that. I don't have money for that. I don't have money for that. These are all goals, you guys, and they're all realistic. They all can be done on a budget. So if you want to grow, a huge way that you could do that is by taking a class with your team. Don't just send them and expect them to grow your business. Your time is just as important as theirs. Their time is just as important as yours. Be there with them, and I guarantee you, you'll see a huge impact. Number nine is to have a silly goal every day. And this goal can be something... It it could be anything, especially if the troops are down. If there's something or they're off or it's been really busy or they're burnt out, have a silly contest with a fun prize or a funny prize for them. What we used to do, um, we were all really lazy at GBH. (laughs) No, we were like the hardest working people ever, but we would do like easy stuff first. Like instead of looking for a tube of 6N, we would just open a tube of 6N and we would end up with like eight. Six ends open. So what we would do is I would. they would come in. I'd be like, all right, everybody. It's open tubes contest. We split up into teams. They could pick their own teams. They could do A, B, A, B, whatever. And then we would have a contest so that they would use all of the open color and not use any of the new color. And whoever had the most open tubes, we'd all make a box. So I'd have the box and everything set up. They would make it. Um, they'd have a team name. And then they would throw all the empty tubes in there. And whoever had the most empty tubes would get a high five, a hug, or whatever. It It really was just... A silly way to get everybody excited or engaged. And it also challenged them to formulate way differently. Like they were lifting with color, they were toning with color instead of lightener. And it's really cool to get them creative um, and giving them a challenge like that. So I would say have a silly contest whenever you can. It doesn't have to be every day. I think every day is fun. You could do like, um, we could do. It doesn't even have to be a contest. It could be a theme. You could have a certain music all day. You could do disco all day. You could do Britney Spears all day. We've done that a billion times. We had Ariana Grande all day. They honestly played Ariana Grande for like six months straight. I, every time I walked in, I was like, I'm freaking putting on Ozzy. I'm going to kill myself. This is insane. This too much Ariana Grande. They loved it. <sighs> little things mean a lot to people so if you have a little contest here and there something to keep them excited we did open tubes for a straight week and we got through all of our open color and we really cleaned off our shelves we had uh, retail contests all the time just to get them excited we did product knowledge so many different ways to keep them engaged you can do it you just need some ideas and you just need a little bit of a push you got this Number 10 is to sincerely thank your team. And I don't know how you want to do this, but at a random time, it doesn't have to be on a specific date. You could do Christmas. You could do Thanksgiving. You could do a random Tuesday at noon. You could do a random powwow. Having powwow time scheduled also gives you the opportunity to show up. And to do nice things. It gives you 15 minutes a day to be a great leader. A lot of us don't have time to be a great leader. And saying that now in this podcast, I just had a wicked aha moment that even if I was a shit leader, I still had that 15 minutes. I still had that 15 minutes and I could still make it right with that 15 minutes. Even if I fuck up, I still have that 15 minutes. And I never thought of it like that, but you should. Because honestly, there were times where I made mistakes and I really wish I could make it up and, you know, but I have no time or, you know, X, Y, Z or... Overwhelmed, or this going on a class this weekend. Customers complaining. Got to train this person. This person quit. We got to call five hundred people in the books and let them know, and hopefully they don't hate us. You know, you get the whole salon owner thing, and you forget to be a good leader. Powwow gives you fifteen minutes to just show up for your squad and let them know that you're in the trenches with them. Um, I wish I utilized powwow to its full potential. I did not Um, at towards the end. I don't even think I was at powwow. (laughs) because <laughs> I was teaching, I wasn't there, but can you see like what an amazing impact it could have if you know, you're know you there or at least FaceTime me, right? Because there's no reason you can't FaceTime if you can't be there. There's just no excuse, utilize technology, right? Huh. So yeah, thank your team at some point, could be at powwow, could be at Christmas. Give them a speech, give them a one-on-one thank you. Pull everyone in the office one week for 10 minutes and just point out everything good that they've done. What we used to do at Pow Wow sometimes is a honey roast. So if we had a team member going through something difficult or if we just love them or if they're just doing awesome, we would do what we called a honey roast. So it's the opposite of a roast because it's a nice roast. And the whole group just goes around and thanks them and tells them something they love about them. And I know it sounds mushy-gushy. And in your culture, this might sound weird. But honestly, you can spin that in so many different ways. You could say, all right, everybody, tell us one thing that Sally has done for you in the past year that really makes you happy. And you can give the team a heads up and just be like, hey, we're going to honey roast Sally today. Make sure you have something nice to say. (laughs) And they will. (laughs) No matter who it is, they'll find something nice to say. So that is number 10. Number 11 is create a campaign to thank your customers together. Now, this can be a campaign that you guys do for three months during the holidays where you give them a gift with purchase or you give them a thank you note, a written card. You know, you can buy some thank you cards on Amazon and just have your team fill them out at Powwow together and hand them to every single guest with a promotion or with a gift or with something. It could be maybe a $50 campaign that you spend, but it could have a 5 Thousand five hundred thousand dollar impact on your company just by taking the time together to thank your customers. And everybody doing it together, a campaign like that, they're going to really appreciate the customers. During Powwow, you can honey roast one of the customers. You can let them know who your favorite customer is. You can really make it about them, especially during Powwow, because it gives the team a time to let people know, like, hey, Sally VIP is coming. She's dope. She always brings me a coffee. Everyone go up to her and introduce yourself, because if you don't know her, you're missing out. Everyone going up to Sally and being like, hey, Sally, blah, blah, blah. I heard you. I heard you always bring coffee. You're a pretty dope customer. Can we get some more customers like you? Little stuff like that and get your team engaged and talking to customers and talking to each other and on each other's team and going for the same thing, that energy is going to drive your business forward. Trust me. Trust me. When everything's on and working, this stuff is amazing. You guys will absolutely see a return on your time. And number 12, which I think is possibly the most important, and you don't have to do this in sequence. You can do this in any order. If you're in Mastermind, I'm going to post this for you guys so that you can see kind of the full layout of the 12 ways to create a better culture, 12 months to a culture that you love, one year to a culture that you love. I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast yet. But number 12, the most important, in my opinion, is plan with your team. The first thing that you have to do is you have to plan for the business and the company has to have a goal and a plan for the year. So at the end of the year or in the beginning of the year or at some time, it would be great for you, I would say, in the beginning or end of the year to plan your next year. But take some time to sit with your team. And this can be in performance reviews. This could be however you want. But don't underestimate Scheduling a coffee date with them, going off-site, and talking to them about their goals. What's your goal for 2020? What do you think you could have done better in 2019? What's holding you back? What do you think is stopping you from achieving everything that you want? More importantly, why do you want this? What is being a six-figure stylist going to give you? What is being a fully booked stylist going to give you? What is working two days a week going to give you? What's holding you back from getting that? If it's gonna give you freedom and flexibility with your family and you're gonna be able to see your daughter twice as much, what is holding you back from that? Are you tired? Do we need different hours? Do we need to run specials? Are you doing services that you shouldn't be doing? Do we need you to just be doing extensions, right? Talk to your team about their goals and their future and guide them there. Guide them there. If you truly give a fuck, if they're thinking about going to rent a suite, they're gonna tell you. If you don't give a fuck, they're not gonna tell you and they're just gonna leave and the suite is already gonna be done because they've been doing it for three months. It happens every day. If you don't take the time to get to know your staff, if you don't take the time to connect with your team, they're not anything more than employees, which is fine. However, if you want long-lasting employees, if you want a culture where people are fired up every day, This is how you get there. You got to care. You can't have it without caring. It's not real. It doesn't exist. Nobody's going to work for somebody that doesn't care. People don't quit companies. They quit leaders. Let that sink in. So that's 12 months to a culture that you love. And I hope you love this episode. If you did, take a screenshot, share it on your story, write me a review, DM me, whatever, whatever. Talk to me. I love you. I just want to be friends. More seriously though, culture is hard to describe, but you know it when you see it. We go into companies, we go into churches, we go into families, we go into relationships and we're like, wow, I wish my life was like this. I wish my company was like this. I wish my salon was like this. I wish my classes were like this. It's hard to describe, but you know it when you see it. And culture isn't what you say, it's what you do. And that's the hardest part. You guys, I'm going to be super vulnerable right now with you, and maybe some of you can agree with me. I know so much. I'm a very intelligent woman, very smart. I'm very well-educated. I've taken so many classes. I have so much information. I have so many solutions. I can solve any problem for anybody. I swear I have an answer. If you've taken a class with me, you know I have an answer to any question. But one of the biggest things is it's not what you know. It's what you do. You can say it till you're blue in the face, but no one's going to believe you until you do it. So why don't you do it already? Take care of your people. Quit blaming everyone else for the culture that sucks. Everything that's wrong with a business is mostly the psychology of the leader. You guys, if you want to have a business with a thriving, amazing culture, you can. You just have to care. So I hope that this podcast helps you. I hope that you love it. Please share it so it can help others. You guys, I love you so much. Thank you. I'll see you next Monday. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Gina Bianca podcast.